This is the Whole Care Network. Helping you tell your story one podcast at a time. Content presented in the following podcast is for information purposes only. Views and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the host and guest and may not represent the views and opinions of the Whole Care Network. Always consult with your physician for any medical advice and always consult with your attorney for any legal advice. And thank you for listening to the Whole Care Network. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Caregiver Chronicles. My name is Sarah, and today I have a special guest, Elena Ducharme, who is also a family friend, who is here to talk to us about an event she has coming up sponsoring the Boys and Girls Club. Hi, Elena. How are you today? Good morning, Sarah. I'm doing great. How are you today? I'm doing very well. Thank you so much for being here. Happy to be here. Thank you. Would you like to introduce yourself briefly to my audience? Oh, sure. My name is Elena Ducharme. I am the founder of Jeep Life of the Northeast. Um, and we are a local Jeep club that does different types of events with the Jeep community. Yes. And you have a really big event coming up on what day? On October 17th from 12 to 5, we will be at Elmwood Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in East Providence. I'm having an event for the Boys and Girls Club yes. of Providence. And it's called Jeeptacular? Yes, it's going to be a Jeeptacular event. I love it. I love the name. It sounds like super fun. Um, so Elmwood Ave in East Providence, and it benefits the Boys and Girls Club? Yes, the Boys and Girls Club of Providence. Okay, great. And is this event for everybody, or is this an adult-oriented event? Um, this is a family-friendly event. It's going to be very family-friendly. Um, and so it's for everyone. If you have a Jeep, if you're interested in Jeeps, if you just want to come on down with the kids and check it out, uh, everybody is welcome to join us. Okay, great. And what types of activities will be at this event? Um, so we're going to have a contest for the favorite three Jeeps for both on-road and off-road. So we'll have six winners. Um, so each one will receive a trophy, uh, free detail, oil change, and a tire rotation for their, for their Jeep. Uh, we're going to have food trucks, a DJ, raffle baskets. We have mini battery-powered Jeeps for the kids to ride that my club has been working on getting in shape for this event. Uh, we're going to have face painting, a bouncy house, and then a bunch of games that the kids can play as well. Oh, cool. That actually does sound like a real lot of fun. Um, so the Boys and Girls Club are benefiting from this event, um, the Boys and Girls Club of Providence, because there's different chapters throughout the country. Um, how will they be benefiting from this event? Um, so the Boys and Girls Club will be benefiting by collecting the proceeds from this event. The proceeds from the event will benefit the food insecurity program, provide scholarships for students, and help the fund um, the youth development program, which gives teens their first jobs and paychecks, and most importantly, their skills and training they need to be successful in the trades or on their way to college. So that's awesome. Yeah, no, that's actually awesome. Those are 
really great causes. Um, food insecurity is an issue that is growing in the United States right now, unfortunately, um, due to issues with the pandemic. Job training, especially for teenagers, is super important. And um, yeah, I just think I think that that's very great. So can you tell us a little more about the Boys and Girls Club of, of Providence? Uh, the Boys and Girls Club of Providence um, is the longest continuously operating Boys and Girls Club in the United States. They've been around for 153 years now. Uh, they provide youth development opportunities for more than 4,000 youth, youths. <laughs> they provide youth development opportunities for more than 4,000 youth of ages 5 to 18 each year. They provide programs for youth in some of the most disadvantaged neighborhoods in the city. They have eight service sites throughout Providence. The club provides more than 110,000 meals annually to its members, of which more than 84% live in poverty. The Boys and Girls Club of Providence empowers youth to work towards breaking the cycle of poverty by establishing a path leading to graduation from high school and college, a successful career, and social and financial stability. The core program areas include education, career development, character and leadership development, health and life skills, the arts and sports, fitness and recreation. Um, and the programs are designed to help the youth discover a sense of belonging, youthful, youthfulness, influence and competence as they learn new skills and find out what they are passionate about. Yes, um, I actually like all of that about the Boys and Girls Club. I did a lot of research on them this past week. I also learned that um, they're an all-inclusive program. They they do not exclude anybody based on, well, obviously income, but also religion, gender, um, also race and ability, like physical and cognitive ability. They are also inclusive to families with children with special needs. They, they will try to help too. So that's just, and that's like a large chunk of my audience. So I just want to make sure that um, families are aware that this is not, that this is also going to be, is a great program for you guys as well. Um, and I actually did a little, a little in-depth research. Do you mind a few facts from me? Is that okay? That's fine. Go for it. I got a couple nerd facts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a nerd. Um, so in 1860, the Boys and Girls Club of America began, and it started as just the Boys Club. And it was actually started in Hartford by three women, Mary and Alice Goodwin and Elizabeth Hamesley. So, which is really cool that it started in Connecticut. I'm based off of Connecticut. Um, and it's just, it's just pretty neat to know that it was started there. In 1906, the club decided to affiliate and federate. So they started forming clubs all throughout the country and they all kind of became affiliated with one of with each other. And in 1990, they changed the name to Boys and Girls Club of America rather than just Boys Club of America because they wanted to be inclusive to boys and girls as they've continued that mission to be inclusive and helpful for people in the community, which is super important. Um, so thank you for that. And thank you for letting me share a few of my facts. So, cause I have, um, I'm very fortunate to have listeners all over the country and the world for that matter. Um, so just wanted to share that information in case, you know, you're not in the Providence area, but this is something you might need for your family. You have the opportunity to find a boys and girls club in your area. Um, 
So how has the Boys and Girls Club been impacted by the pandemic? Um, the, the pandemic forced the Boys and Girls Club of Providence to adapt daily to the needs of their members and their families through resilience and unprecedented community support, ensuring that all the needs of their youth were met. Uh, so they focused on taking care of the basic needs of the members in, by providing families with non-perishable foods, toiletries, electronic devices, backpacks, and school supplies, shoes, socks, coats, etc. Um, the most important thing the Boys and Girls Club of Providence did was stay in communication with their youth by placing phone calls, emailing, texting, FaceTiming to ensure the safety of the members um, and their needs. They also created new safety protocols to welcome the youth back in person by creating pods of members that were kept separate. The Boys and Girls Club of Providence is the only summer learning provider to achieve all metrics and exceed youth served goal. In fact, their summer youth gained one plus month in reading and three plus months in math that summer. They were ahead of many of their other peers when they were, went back to school in the fall. Many of the youth live in apartments in Providence. Attending the club enabled them to participate in outdoor activities, including bike riding and exercising on the rope courses. And when indoors, many took advantage of swimming in one of their three pools. For some, these swim lessons are life-changing, particularly living in the ocean state. Um, and several of their youths are now joining competitive swim. That's Isn't awesome. That, that is absolutely incredible. Um, just... Just incredible impact they have. Again, um, I can't stress this enough, a great organization. And if, you know, this is something your family might need and you don't, you're not in Rhode Island, you're in California, there is a chapter out there. You just have to find it. Um, I believe their website is boysandgirlsclubofamerica.org or BCB. I'll, I'll link their website below too. Um, like the national ones, so people can find national chapters if this is something that they need. Depending on which site they go to, um, I think different sites are run different ways as well. So for the club in Providence, they do receive for $30 yearly fee, uh, a safe place to belong during after school time hours. Uh, so it's kind of like a home away from home for them. They have adult role models over 110,000 meals and served annually, education, career development programs, STEAM programs, which is science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. And they hope to, you know, they hope to plan for the future. Yes. And so I do think it's a great program for them to be involved with. Ab absolutely. Um, you know, any, any program that you can get kids in a safe place after school and, you know, just learning, not just, you know, not just social skills, but life skills too, um, job skills, career skills, all that stuff, activities, just all that stuff is super important. Um, I really agree with that. And again, the fact that they're all inclusive, the fact that kids with special needs can be there too, is really incredible because there are a lot of organizations that are, that just aren't as inclusive as they should be. Um, and I say that as, as a parent who, you know, recognizes when there's a lack of these services in our community as well. Um, so Elena, can you tell us a little bit more about your Jeep group? Um, so my Jeep group actually, um, like I said, we, I'm the founder of Jeep Life of the Northeast. Um, and we just started this club in January of this year. So far we have 987 members to date. 
Um, and so the club is run by a team of five admins and moderators. Our group likes to explore new adventures through interactive activities, um, legal off-roading, uh, visiting local establishments so that we can support small businesses as well. Uh, we do camping trips and then fundraising. Um, so there are three admins on my team and we each have our own interests. Um, and so Gail is one of our admins and she likes to advocate for the veterans. And so we've done veteran fundraising events um, to help them out. Dominic is another admin on our team who likes to help out the animals. And so we've done different fundraisers. We did one for the, um, the Barville Animal Shelter to help raise goods for them because they were running low during the pandemic. And so we helped them to raise some, raise some supplies to help them out. Um, and then my passion is to help out the disadvantaged and the children in the area. And so we all do, the fundraisers that we do do, we do them for local areas. You know what I mean? We, we do like to keep it local. Um, and so a few of the other things that we have done, the uh, other charity events that we've worked on, like I said, we did the shelter animals in Barville, the veterans event for Operation Stand Down in Rhode Island. We also worked with the Christian Deep Association of Massachusetts to do a Mission for Hope event. Um, and what that was, was uh, an event at 508 International in Massachusetts, which is an adult playground for Jeeps and ATVs and stuff. Um, and we raised money for the homeless in Massachusetts. Um, and so that event went really well. I think we're gonna do that one annually. Um, we were going to do the Great American Jeep Rally, which is why um, we collected all of the kids' Jeeps that we're gonna be now using at the Jeep-tacular event. Um, and so all of those kids' Jeeps were donated by our members. Uh, so that we could use them at the Great American Jeep Rally. And that's an event that they have annually. And they have multiple um, fundraisers that because they raise a large amount of money, they pick multiple, multiple charities to donate to. And so the big one for them this year was going to be the veterans. And so we were going to have the first ever kids area at that event, which we were really looking forward to. And then because of all of the fire regulation changes, they ended up having to cancel it at the last minute. Um, and then we also sponsored the Rolling for Homes event, which is another great event in Rhode Island to help out the, you know, the homeless. Um, there were a couple homes being built, built in Barville this year for a couple of veterans over in Oakland. We did a drive by and took a tour of that area. Um, and then we also do a calendar fundraiser. And so what we do for that one is we have our Jeep members send in pictures once a month. The last week of the month, we usually collect all the pictures and whoever vote gets the most votes uh, we'll win the calendar photo for the month. And so we'll feature their calendar for that month. And then we like to add in like trail safety tips for our members to help them learn to do off-roading in a safe environment. All of that then, is really great. Oh, thank you. Go ahead. You, try. you can continue. <laughs> oh, I was just going to say, um, uh, so for the calendar fundraiser that we do, the beneficiary, we determine at the end of the year. So at the end of the year, once we're done, once, once we're in the process of printing up the calendars before we start selling them, then at that point, we'll identify uh, a charity to donate the, the money to before we start selling them. That's awesome. Um, it sounds like you guys do an amazing, just, just a lot of amazing things. It sounds like you guys are helping a lot of people directly in your community and animals too. And that's just incredible. Um, so how did, how did you get involved in this? Like, how did you get involved in the Jeep group? I know you kind of helped start it, but what made you want to do that? Well, I have, you know, I've had my Jeep for a few years now. 
Um, and I love my Jeep. Um, and so yes. I started, <laughs> I started, um, riding with one of the groups in Rhode Island, um, Ocean State Jeepsters is a local NEA group. And what that means is they have access to legal off-roading properties in Rhode Island. And so I started with them first. Um, and so they strictly do, well, not strictly, but they do fundraisers as well. Um, and so I do like going with them, but I don't always want to go off-road. And so then I met a 401 Jeep Wave and I do convoys with them and birthday parties. They were doing a lot of birthday parties and convoys during um, the COVID, you know, and it was a great way for everybody to stay in touch and communicate in a safe manner. Um, and so now you know them more as the big 9-11 convoy that, convoy that was all over the news the other day. That was 401 Jeep Wave. And then they do the one in Barville, um, the Santa Claus ride and everything. Um, and so they do a lot of that and they do fundraising as well. And so what I wanted to do is I wanted a group that went beyond 401. You know what I mean? So both of these groups are pretty much in, in Rhode Island. And so I wanted to have a group that did off-roading, did fundraising and did other types of events, but I wanted it to be for the Northeast because I have friends in Connecticut and Mass and New Hampshire um, in Vermont. And I wanted to be able to include them in what we were doing. And so I created this group with a couple of other friends. Um, and so this is what we're doing now. And so that way, you know, we had a camping trip up in Connecticut at one of our friends' property. Um, and then we do other like 508 International with other Jeep groups from Massachusetts. South Coast Jeep Club is another group that we, um, we go to a lot of their events um, and join in with them as well. So, um, so we have our own group, but you know, it's a Jeep community. Everybody works together and attends everybody else's events too. So that way it's nice because you don't feel like you have to do something all the time. You can do some for your club, but you can then go and spend time with the other groups as well. That's yeah, no, that's really great. Um, I know I've seen a lot of things about Jeeps going by like the children's hospital and things like that. And during like good night lights in, um, also supporting first responders during the pandemic and healthcare, frontline healthcare workers during the pandemic by doing drive-bys and things like that for them, which is really great. Um, and I actually love the Jeep birthday party idea. I think that that's adorable. I know some little kids who really love cars and who would love that. Um, so I know that you have a sponsor, Elmwood Dodge Chrysler Jeep. Um, how did you guys get them involved? Uh, they actually reached out to us. Um, and so Elmwood Dodge Chrysler Jeep Bram is a family owned business and they were looking for a way to give back to the community. And so they wanted to do an event. And so they reached out to us um, and we started talking and we wanted to do an event with them and we wanted to do it for a purpose. And that's how the Boys and Girls Club got brought into it. Um, and so you know, we're all very excited about this event. Um, it, like I said, this is a very family friendly event that we're planning to be an annual event. Um, and we're gonna start holding it in August moving forward. Um, and so they want this event to be bigger and bigger every year. And so everybody is just really excited about it. Awesome, that sounds really great. Um, so can you just tell my audience again when and where the um, event is located? 
absolutely. The event will be on October 17th from 12 to 5 at Elmwood Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in East Providence, Rhode Island. Okay, great. Thank you. And how can others support this event? Um, so right now, um, what we could really use a little bit of help with is we are going to have raffle baskets so that we can help to raise more money for the cause. And all of the proceeds from this cause will be going to the Boys and Girls Club of Providence. Um, but we are still seeking donations for the raffle table. If anyone would like to donate, uh, they can contact me or Dominic Cavicello of, of Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Um, and I can give you her contact number to put on the bottom if you would like. Um, if they were interested in donating, but they're not able to attend the event, we can also provide a link to our Facebook donation page if they just want to donate that way. Okay, great. And I will also have that link in the show notes for this episode. And um, when I do share this episode on social media, the link, um, Elena, I will make sure that you are tagged in this and I will make sure that I share that link in all of the social media accounts as well. So that way there, my audience and listeners all over the country, all over the world have the opportunity to support this amazing cause. Um, is there Thank any more? So much, that would be great. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm more than happy to do it because anything that helps the community is just, especially like a direct help for the community. There's so many organizations, unfortunately, that when you donate to them, you're, you're, you're helping with either research. So you're helping the science part, which is important but, or you're helping the CEO of that company, you're not really helping the people in the community affected by whatever it is that they're affected by. And everybody is affected by something, you know, that needs support. Everybody is at least once in their life, maybe not all the time, but at various times in their life. And so the fact that this is going to kids who are affected mostly by poverty and helping them break that cycle is just great and amazing and super important because, you know, how do we fix the system if we don't help people get out of a bad situation? Um, so yeah. I think it's just great and amazing. Is there any more information you'd like my audience to know about the Jeep event or about the Boys and Girls Club? Um, I just hope that people are really excited about the event as much as we are, and I hope that they will come out and join us. We're hoping that this is a huge event and a lot of fun for everyone involved, and it brings in a lot of donations to help out the Boys and Girls Club of Providence. Yes. Um, thank you so much, Alina, for joining us and sharing that. Um, thank you, everyone, for listening to this week's episode of Caregiver Chronicles. We, again, I encourage you if, you know, you're a family in need or you know a family in need who's, who's struggling and this is a service that would help your family, please get them out into a Boys and Girls Club. Please check out the link to donate. Um, and if you like Caregiver Chronicles and you like this episode or anything, or if any of the information on this episode or show benefits you or anyone you know, please share this with a friend. Um, we greatly appreciate that. You can support our show for 99 cents a month, but please don't feel obligated to do that. I would rather you give us a heart, a thumbs up, or a share. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week.